So there you have it. That is the weirdness that is this, uh, this country in, uh, in the year 2021. And a perfect segue into um, a man, a legend, um, with, the wit with a great and, beard. With the greatest beard in radio, uh, the wit and wisdom of a seasoned scholar. Uh, Peter Serafin is the, uh, not only the host of Liberty Lighthouse. Uh, wh- what day is it uh, today of the 15 uh, days to flatten the curve, Peter? Uh, 460. But who's counting? Uh, <laughs> and the, uh, and the uh, author of So Simple, Even a Politician Can Understand Simple Ideas for Seemingly Complex Political Issues. Uh, first of all, Peter, um, uh, you and I share the fact we're both high school educated. Uh, I don't know if you went to the same high school that uh, I did. My, uh, my high school is also the alma mater of Frank Zappa, um, who, uh, who famous went to yours. Uh, nobody that I'm aware of. <laughs> well, you did. You're famous. I was going to say, I opened that door for you. All you had to do is step through. Uh, and also, thank you for your service as a proud uh, U.S. Navy veteran. And as a, my, uh, my, I want to add the fact that every time we have a, a, a meeting of the hosts, it's always fascinating to see Peter uh, there in the mail truck. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. He, he, God bless him. He's always in it. But yes. uh, thank you, you for are, doing that as well. You are one of the sane postal workers, uh, although we still don't ever want to piss you off. No, I'm, I'm the uh, gun-owning mailman who probably won't go postal. There, <laughs> he says probably. <laughs> well, at least he's honest. <laughs> All right, so this book, uh, and this is your second book, right? Your first book was uh, Progress, really? Um, and it was uh, uh, to inspire others to question the direction of social and political progress. Tell me, uh, okay, First of all, the overarching idea of so simple even a politician can understand. Well, the overarching idea is, is basically the subtitle, uh, the idea that it's just simple ideas that uh, for seemingly complex political issues, our, our government doesn't do simple anymore. And there are a lot of simple ideas out there that would do a, go a long way to, to reining in our out-of-control government. And the ideas in the book are ideas that I've had since I started becoming politically involved, which was about two years ago when I when I wrote the first book. And, you know, that, that's funny you mention that because do you miss the old days? I certainly do of uh, being uh, not politically involved. I, you know, I'm kind of like you. It's it's only been the recent uh, a few years when I've actually become uh, truly engaged. I miss being ignorant. Yeah, I, I do miss not really having to pay attention or not feeling the need to pay attention. What got me was the um, the abortion laws in Virginia and New York, um, the, the removing the, the uh, timeline cutoff, allowing abortions right up to the moment of birth. And I thought, man, that's just so crazy and stupid and ridiculous that, you know, progress is just out of control. So I wrote the first book and then started to blog and after starting to blog, I was encouraged to do a podcast instead of blogging. So I started a podcast, and then basically I badgered Ron until he let me join the no- Mojo Five O Radio. <laughs> Which uh, uh, have you? Uh, have you? Uh, I was going to say you haven't regretted that from uh, day one. I'm sure. I mean, it's been a, a totally uplifting, positive experience, right? Just say yes. It, 
has actually. I really enjoy being part of Mojo. I love the uh, the camaraderie of hosts, the help of hosts, other hosts, uh, how we get together and you know do production work for each other and voiceover work for each other and fill in when people want to take vacations and stuff. And I'm I'm really proud to be part of Mojo Five O. And, and honestly, that's exactly what uh, Doc Thompson had in mind when he created the uh, the network is to be. Um, not only a, a voice for uh, freedom of uh, speech and the uh, the First Amendment, but also training ground for people who wanted to let their voice be heard. And, and uh, uh, it was a platform that, uh, you know, if you uh, wanted to get involved, you could. And uh, we've, we've continued on in that uh, in that sense. Now, with the book, uh, and again, these are I, I like the uh, the the, uh, the subsections. Basically, um, how to get control of uh, out of control spending, voter integrity, uncontrollable tax code, easy immigration reform, environmental protection. Just uh, just you know, for uh, for example, just uh, throw uh, throw a quick idea uh, about out of control spending. I mean, what's you know, so a simple a simple fix. A, a simple fix out of control spending in the book. I point out that, you know, most people want to immediately tack the three biggest budget items, the uh, military and, and, uh, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, that stuff, which is political suicide for any politician. So, you know, if you save a dollar on ink pens versus saving a dollar on fighter jets, you know, you're still saving a dollar. So go after the easy stuff. The, the, the simple idea in the book is, uh, stop giving tax dollars to, um, Nonprofit organizations, for example, say that. Say that one more time. Stop giving. Uh, did you say stop giving tax exempt status or stop giving tax dollars? I'm sorry. Stop giving tax dollars. Stop taking my money and giving it to nonprofit organizations that I may or may not agree with politically. Exactly, and I mean that's just that's a simple idea. And the the fact of the matter is, uh, and and I I know that the way that you approach this is is it's all common sense, and it all it it all makes sense in the book from what I've seen. Uh, and they're I mean they're not complicated ideas. They're not um, overly ambitious ideas. They are literally simple ideas. Uh, even politicians can understand why. Um, I mean, if they are this simple, why haven't politicians, why hasn't the, uh, the government um, instituted any of them? Well, because they can't attach 85 amendments and fund all of their special projects and, and lobby groups if you put forth simple ideas. So with that in mind, I mean, is, it, um, is the idea or is, the, is the, uh, the purpose of the book, is it uh, to give folks ideas to take to their lawmakers, to take to their representatives? Is this, I mean, do you hope that uh, politicians will read it and go, hey, wait a minute, I didn't even think about that. What's, what's the, uh, what do you hope the intended uh, consequence is of this uh, book? Well, my hope is that uh, the voters will, will read the book, see the ideas, realize that politics doesn't have to be as complicated as we've allowed it to become. And uh, if they can't get their elected officials to go along with simple ideas, then find elected officials, find candidates that will think in simple terms that we can all understand. That makes perfect sense. And, and it does, because we've all, we've all heard the, uh, growing up, you got to send the right people to Washington. You got to send the right people to Washington. You got to send good people up there who will make a difference and then go home, uh, you know, after they've uh, served their, their term. We're not talking about overnight change. I mean, even with the implementation of these uh, great ideas, we're not talking about overnight change in the government. This is going to take 
a long time to get uh, to get accomplished if we're if we're successful, right? Absolutely. I mean, unless by some miracle we were able to find you know 500 candidates that will all had the same simple mindset. Um, it, it is going to be a generational thing. It's going to take decades to change the course of the massive ship that is our government. Isn't that the truth? And see, that's the problem is that all right, it's one of the problems. But I think the overarching problem with a lot of the the sub problems, if you will, is the fact that the government has grown so unwieldy. I mean, being the la- I don't think the founding fathers ever intended for government to reach the point that it was the largest employer in the country. To me, that's just well, insane. I, it is insane. And, and the Constitution itself is, is very clear in that that wasn't our founding fathers' uh, intention. There are 30 enumerated powers, 30 to 36, depending on who's counting. But there's you know 30 or so enumerated powers in the Constitution, but we've got 430 de- federal departments and agencies to you know manage and regulate those 30 powers. That's insane. Which is asinine. Yeah, it's beyond insane. It's it's and and the the Department of Education, uh, the, the the department. Could we live without the Department of Energy? I think we could. Could we live without the EPA? Well, uh, without a federal EPA, definitely, because there's fifty state EPAs. Why do we need both? I agree. I agree. And that's a lot of people, you know, and that's the beauty of, again, uh, the book, uh, So Simple Even a Politician Can Understand, Simple Ideas for Seemingly Complex Political Issues. Why Why do you think, and I, I love it right, the, the, the first question here on this uh, sheet, why has politics become so complicated? Why do you think politics has become so complicated? Well, I think that has to do with just the, the, the nature of government itself, I, and not just our government. I, I think it's all government, I, regardless of the form of government. I think government eventually becomes greater than the sum of its parts, greater than the, the people that we put there, and becomes its own living thing. And like all living things, it wants to, to grow. It, it wants to expand and grow and, and do whatever it can do, because that's the nature of life. Right. Right. Uh, and, and again, people get into uh, it's I've seen I think we've seen it time and time again. Um, people who end up going to Washington, we, they may go to Washington, a good person with with good, solid uh, intentions. And for uh, any number of reasons, they get to uh, the Emerald City up there and uh, it either turns them bad or they are easily corrupted and go to the uh, the dark side. But it's really tough to get the good, hardworking, honest uh, Joe American or Josephine American or Josephine who identifies as Joe American to go to Washington and do their bit uh, for uh, for uh, God and country and then turn around and go home. And we need more of that to, to happen if we're going to be successful, in my humble opinion. Ought to be yours. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the amount of money that is tossed at our politicians is insane, uh, and that that's part of the problem. And the other part of the problem, like even if you were to remove the, the corruption and the money out of it, you have the whole, I, they have to compromise. They have to give in. They have to give and take with the other side. And so even going there with the best of intentions, they're, they're going to have to do things that they don't want to do just to get what they do want to do done. That uh, Ron deals with that every day. Uh, again, the book so simple, even a politician can understand. Peter Seraphine is the uh, author, and the book will be uh, available uh, when and where. 
Uh, official launch day is July 4th, Independence Day. Nice. Um, it can be pre-ordered now on uh, you know Amazon and Barnes and Noble if you don't like Amazon, um, and just about anywhere you get eBooks. The audiobook is coming. Um, Mr. Chris Brennan was the narrator for me, and it will be uh, it will be available probably within the next week or so. Um, Seven ninety nine for the paperback, two ninety nine for the ebook and uh, and the audio book, all available on July fourth. Pre order right. it now though. Can you uh, can you also get it at uh, liberty lighthouse dot com? Absolutely. You go to liberty lighthouse dot com, click on the books link, and uh, there uh, there's places you know you can find all of the different places where you can buy. It. There's like uh, I don't know, a dozen different places to buy the ebook. There you go. There you go. And as you said. Uh, Chris Branham, the uh, man with the golden voice, uh, the uh, uh, the voice of the audiobook. Uh, so we'll uh, let you get back to your assigned duties, neither rain nor sleet nor heat of the night nor darkness <laughs> of the soul. <laughs> whatever, it, whatever it is that keeps you from uh, delivering the mail, I know we uh, you will not let it prevent you from getting out there and uh, facing the vicious dogs and everything else. Peter, it's always good to talk to you. And uh, best of luck with this book. We'll do uh, whatever we can to help you well, promote you forgot, it. I forgot what? You forgot, you forgot NOR global pandemic. Oh, that's true. Yes. No, oh. Well, actually, it uh, did kind of disrupt the, dis, the distribution of the mail, didn't it? I mean, wasn't there that so I was, uh, well, there's that. All right, Peter, so, uh, get out you. there and uh, drive safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.